Good morning, everyone. Welcome back. It is the 15th episode of Actually You Can, and I'm your host, Stephanie Fabre. Happy Monday. How are you doing today? Before we even dive in, I just want to say I am so grateful for every single one of you. Truly, my face lights up whenever I see someone has tagged me in an Instagram story listening to my podcast. And I say that because, first of all, I am so grateful to have formed a community now of people who relate to my story, who want to hear my story. And I'm grateful to be able to use my voice in this way to talk about topics that really mean something to me and talk about everything that I've learned over that year of not dating, but also everything that I'm continuously learning learning every single day from here on out. In the last episode, we talked about the importance of community and how important community is so that we never have to feel like we're going through things alone. The biggest takeaway this week for me was when I was reading my Instagram DMs, I was quickly realizing that so many of us are going through very similar things or have gone through very similar things. And the more I kept just scrolling through my DMs, and first of all, I appreciate every single person who has taken time out of their day to not only listen to this podcast, but also to DM me on Instagram and to share a little bit more about your story and what you have gone through and what you have experienced. Overall, I just wanna remind you that you are not alone. And I will continue to repeat that in every single episode because these topics of empowerment and self-reliance and confidence in dating and not dating and everything in between that we talk about on this podcast in terms of growth and self-improvement. Sometimes it can feel so overwhelming. And I came across a news article this week that I want to share a little bit about. I should say it's more of a research article than a news article, but the title is an 80-year-old Harvard study reveals the secret to long-term happiness. From the psychiatrist on the research study, there's a quote saying, the clearest message that we get from this 80-year-old study is this, good relationships keep us happier and healthier. The article goes on to talk about the caveat of this, which is the quality of your close relationships matter, not the quantity. Basically, it's extremely important to surround yourself with people that you can rely on and that you can relate to. There is another quote from the psychiatrist on the study, which is this, While one way is love, the other is finding a way of coping with life that does not push love away. I just reposted part of this research study to my Instagram story because I thought this was so interesting. Basically, it goes on to talk about choosing the right coping mechanisms. When things aren't going right, it's really easy to push away your support system. And I wanted to add just this little study into the first part of this episode because I want to remind each and every one of you and to remind myself that when shit hits the fan, when things are not going our way in life, our first response does not have to be pushing away the people that care most about us. I am so guilty of this, and I'm sure so many of you can relate to this as well. But there are other coping mechanisms rather than pushing love away. A lot of this has to do with the inner work. It's about the meditating. It's about the affirmations. It's about the self-love. It's about taking time out of your day to make yourself feel good, to put yourself back in that state of joy. Because I think when we take care of ourselves, we are able to be the best versions of ourselves for other people. We are also that person in other people's support systems. It is not just us, 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 me, me, me. A big part of this podcast is about self-reliance. It is about making you the priority in life. But I think one thing I don't want this podcast to get confused with is the importance of community and also being the best version of yourself so that your community can lean on you. At the end of the day, 
my personal belief is that I don't think we were meant to go through this life alone. I think that we are put here with our own individual purpose, doing things on our own time, but we are meant to be part of a collective, to be a part of a community. So this week, if something is not going your way and you feel like isolating and you feel like pushing everyone away, I really encourage you to think about, is that the best solution? Is that the best coping mechanism? Yes, I want to remind you that you are the priority and that your mental health comes first. But I think there's a very fine balance of realizing that the inner work that you are doing, it's not so much just all self-serving. At the end of the day, we are a part of a collective and the wisdom that we have and what we have learned, it should be shared with other people. Big form of this is having your community lean on you for that guidance as you have progressed through your growth journey and your healing journey. And I think for me specifically, this has been such a big wake-up call in the past few weeks. I have started to realize that with my platform on TikTok and Instagram and this podcast, the experiences that I have gone through and what I've learned with my own growth journey, it does not help if I don't use my voice to help others. It does not help if I stay silent. And for me, this is just my role in community. I feel like my role is definitely to inspire and to motivate. Like I have always loved doing this type of stuff ever since I was a young kid. I've always been that person on my soccer team that has been the motivator. But for you, I really want you just to think about how are you playing a role in your support system? How are you playing a role in your larger community? Whether that's citywide, whether that's countrywide, worldwide, however you are contributing to community in some regard, you can just reflect on it. Really think about what is your role and how are you using your talents and your gifts to better society as a whole? I don't have the answers, obviously, but I think if we each continue to really reflect on these things and just think about them and think about our own individual role. Ultimately, each of us make up society and make up our communities and it starts with us because if it doesn't start with us, who is it going to start with? And that perfectly segues into the topic of today, which I said is about dating, specifically how to avoid lowering your standards when dating. In terms of community, we just talked about making that individual choice to be the best version of ourselves to potentially help the greater Y community. But let's talk about dating now. And I want you to think about choices in dating. The reality that you are creating every single day in your mind. It is made up of individual choices. I think when we lower our standards, it is under the assumption that we already know what our worth is. We have created these high standards for ourselves and for others. And in that moment, we consciously decide and we make that choice, like we make choices every single day, that we are going to lower our standards to pursue something with someone. Once we see something that we don't like, one of our deal breakers on our list, because remember we have our must-haves and we have our deal breakers when dating. Once we see that deal breaker, we have to make that conscious decision whether we are going to still pursue something with someone or if we are going to move on and continue dating other people. The number one thing that I have learned over that year of not dating and through therapy is really to trust yourself. In this moment, when you see a deal breaker in the person that you are starting to date or starting to see, you have to acknowledge it. And I think the biggest thing for us is that sometimes we don't want to acknowledge it, but deep down our intuition is telling us, hey, something does not feel right. The more that we are able to become aware of these patterns and is someone consistently showing a deal breaker that does not sit well with us. The quicker that we can acknowledge and become aware of these patterns of different deal breakers that we have on our list, 
the quicker that we can make a decision for ourselves. And I will say that there are a lot of situations in which we feel blind. We feel like no matter how hard we try, we can't seem to get the answers. And I think a big part of this is that there are going to be external people, external factors, whether it's your family, whether it's your friends, whether it's the person that you were starting to see that will make you doubt yourself whether it's their intention or not. And I think in those moments, stay true to your intuition, stay true to what you feel and trust yourself above all else. No one knows what's best for you other than you. You are in the driver's seat of your own life. You get to make that decision for yourself. So once you see a deal breaker, when you are starting to date someone, you're getting back into the dating scene, what is your response? You have to remind yourself and say, hey, this is on our list of deal breakers. Why are we making the exception for this person? Why is this person so much more important than our own self-worth and the standards that we are setting for ourselves? And I think the reality is, is that sometimes we fantasize in our heads this person that we want them to be. But in reality, they are not showing up for us the way that we need them to show up. And I just want to quickly remind you that you deserve it all. You deserve to have every single box checked on your list of things that you want in a partner. The number one thing that I hope every single person listening to this podcast takes away from this entire podcast in its entirety, if you were to stop listening today and just never listen to another episode ever again, which obviously I hope is not the case, but if that were the case, the one thing that I would want to leave you with is that you deserve it all. Please never settle because there is so much more out there waiting for you. All you have to do is simply be open to the idea of receiving it, to the idea that someone out there has all your boxes checked and not just with relationships, not just with dating in life. This is your sign to start creating the life that you want and to start creating the life that you know you deserve. The way I see deal breakers, and this is how I kind of compare it to everyday life. If you're sitting down eating dinner and you put those dirty dishes in the sink and you walk away from them, my question is, why don't you just scrub them right there and just simply put them in the dishwasher? It takes five seconds, yet all of us, including me, I do this all the time. I just leave my dirty dishes in the sink. What is the point of that? Why am I not just putting them in the dishwasher? Simply put, if not now, then when? If I'm not going to do it now, then when am I going to do it? It's the same thing with dating. If you see a deal breaker and you are fully aware of it and you acknowledge it in the moment, why are you continuing to put your time and energy into getting to know someone if you already see a deal breaker, if you already see a dead end? So for example, hypothetically, your deal breaker is bad communication skills. Someone who is not able to communicate in a timely manner, effectively, efficiently, in a respectful, open and honest way. Say that is your deal breaker, which is honestly probably a very good deal breaker to have on your list. So you are starting to get to know someone and you're eating that dinner. And once you're finished with your dinner, you start to head over to the sink and you start to realize that over periods of time, over weeks of getting to know this person, because you have to give someone enough time 
to see their true intentions, to start to get to know someone on a deeper level, you start to see that communication is something that they are not good at at all. And over and over again, it's just a pattern that is not going to be changed. By this time, you're already at the sink and you have to make a decision. Are you going to put that dish in the dishwasher and just clean it up and continue on dating with other people? Or are you going to leave that dish in the sink and walk away and come back to it five more times without acknowledging that it's there and that it needs to be put in the dishwasher? And I think a lot of people might disagree with me on this one. And it's okay. It's totally okay if you do. I think the basis of the concept that I really want to convey here is that if you see something in someone that you don't like right away, why are you going to sacrifice your own standards to continue seeing that person? When there are so many other people out there, and I think this just goes back to settling and sometimes me, you, the rest of us, we don't feel like we are deserving. There are moments when we feel, okay, well, this person has most of what I want, maybe not everything, but most of what I want. Am I willing to settle for this person just because I want to be in a committed relationship? But that is something that you will have to reflect on yourself. I will say that a lot of this podcast is tough love. These are things that sometimes I don't even want to tell myself, but these are things that I think about. And these are things I think we should all be thinking about. Because the truth is, is that we all deserve what we are looking for and what we want to attract. But sometimes the biggest thing holding us back are those limiting beliefs. I don't think I'm deserving. Do I deserve that person? Do I deserve to wait for the right person that checks all of my boxes. The last thing I will say about this is remove yourself from the waiting list. The right person will make you the priority. If you're on a waiting list right now and you are chasing after someone who, first of all, doesn't make you the priority and second of all, has deal breakers that are on your list, take yourself off the list. Remove yourself from the equation because you get to be in the driver's seat of your own life. You deserve to be with someone who makes you the priority every single day. Very simply put, if they wanted to, they would. If they wanted to show up for you every single day, they would. If they wanted to make you their priority every single day, they would. If they wanted to do the little things to show you how much they care about you, they would. It's the best rule of thumb that I can personally think of in terms of dating because actions speak louder than words. Someone can tell you something about how much they care about you, but unless they are showing it every single day and showing up for you and showing how much they care about you through their consistent actions. I always say this affirmation, but I think in general, this is a really good one to say every single day, but this is it. What's meant for me will effortlessly find me. I don't chase... I attract. It's just a reminder that the best things in life are usually not forced and they probably won't be forced at all is that they will effortlessly come to you because they are meant for you. I also think it's about trusting that in the moment when you see that things are not working out with someone and you might just be going through a breakup or whatever it is and you feel like your world is truly crashing down and caving in, I want you just to be reminded that sometimes the universe, if you believe in God, angels are protecting us from what's not meant for us so we can progress and move towards what is meant for us. So if you're in that moment of a breakup, and even if you're not spiritual or religious at all, it's just a good way 
to find that sense of hope, knowing that things might not be working out in the moment and they haven't worked out up until this point, but maybe, just maybe, that that person, that thing was put into your life to purposely not work out, to teach you and to have you learn a little bit more about yourself in the dating scene and what you like and what you don't like. So you were able to move on to your blessings and really appreciate when those blessings come to you because you will understand that it's a true blessing because of what you have experienced before. Basically, sometimes we just have to go through the really shitty, awful, terrible moments to get to that person, to get to that thing that is truly going to fill us with joy, that is going to make everything worth it. And I think a big part of getting closer to what you were looking for and what you were trying to attract in a person is being yourself. The more that we can take off this mask of this person that we think other people want us to be, and the more that we can just be ourselves and live in that space of just uniqueness and embracing that about us, I think the more that we'll be able to attract what we are looking for because it will be meant for us. You know, sometimes we are attracting people that aren't meant for us because we are trying to be molded into their version of perfection. But the truth is, we are perfect just the way we we are. We don't need to change a single thing about our appearance, about our personality, the way that we live our life. Because the person that is meant for us, and if you believe in multiple soulmates, then multiple people that are meant for us will perfectly intertwine with our lives because they will love us unconditionally. And I talked about unconditional love last time, but truly accepting us flaws and all, and will embrace us for our uniqueness and what we can bring to the table. The last thing I want to talk about today is your purpose for dating. If you are dating right now, what is your why? Why are you dating right now? I ask you this because when I talked to my therapist about wanting to start dating again, and I was really excited and I was in my therapy session and she just looked at me and she said, why do you want to date again? What is your purpose for re-entering the dating scene? And I quickly realized that there wasn't much thought put into it. I kind of just decided I woke up one day and was like, you know what, I'm going to start dating again. But I had to ask myself, what is my why? What is my purpose for dating again? What am I trying to accomplish through dating? So I want you to ask yourself, what is your purpose for dating right now in your own life? What is your ultimate goal? For me, right now in my life, yes, to stay open-minded because I think the best things come unexpectedly, but at the same time, my purpose for dating looks like this. I want to learn more about myself and what I like and what I don't like in the dating scene. And I think a big way is just to put myself out there and to date and to really understand exactly what I can add to my must-haves list and what I can add to my deal-breakers list. But you won't know what to add to those lists if you don't go out there and date and just get back up on the saddle. For example, you go on a date and you realize that there are certain things about this person that you like, certain things about this person that you don't like, and you go on a few more dates because like we talked about, you have to give someone enough time to truly get to know someone and their intentions and etc. After a few dates, you start to realize, okay, this is exactly what I like about them. This is exactly what I don't like. And these are things on my deal breakers list. First of all, I think it's important to acknowledge that it's perfectly normal 
to walk away from a date, walk away from a few dates with specific things that you really like and specific things that you don't really like about that person that you're starting to see. However, you have these things that you like and you have these things that you don't like. It doesn't mean that you have to continue dating them. I think a big part of this is dating out of boredom. I need you to reflect right now and think about your purpose for dating. What is your why? And if you start to reflect and really think about, hmm, maybe I am dating out of boredom. I want you to start thinking about the people that you are currently seeing, the people that you have been on dates with, and just ask yourself, am I wasting my time? Am I wasting their time? And this is not me putting this on you or accusing you. It's just a conversation. It's something to reflect on. It's something to think about. I also say this because I have been in that position where I don't think I was dating for the right reasons. And for a while I was refusing to heal from trauma and I was prolonging my healing journey. And I think a big part of that was seeking validation in other people through going on dates. But in general, my purpose for dating before I stopped dating for a year wasn't for the right why. It wasn't for the right purpose. And I think that is why I kept attracting all the wrong types of people. And I think the biggest thing that came from that was the realization that all that time and energy that I was dating for the wrong reasons, I could have been investing into myself and understanding what is my purpose for dating and really getting to the bottom of my inner work and starting my healing journey. Time is so valuable. My time is so valuable. Your time is so valuable. The person that you're going on dates with, their time is so valuable. And we all have to be respectful of that to each other. And honestly, I think a big part of it is just being human. Like no matter how much inner work we do, no matter how much we commit to our healing journeys and our growth journeys, I think we will all find ourselves in situations in dating that we'll look back on and say, hmm, I wonder why I did that. I wonder why I lowered my standards. And we might look back on those moments and just cringe a little bit. But we can't be ashamed of where we were because we were just doing the best that we could in that moment. What we can focus on right now is preparing ourselves for future situations and how we are going to handle them. I don't have all the answers. I most definitely don't. Getting back into the dating scene, I'm still trying to figure things out just like you are trying to figure things out. I talk about this on my TikTok a lot, but dating will always be trial and error. And I think a lot of us get discouraged so easily when we go on a few dates and we see a few people and we aren't attracting the person that we would like in our lives and we aren't attracting the person that checks all of our boxes and I think that is where and I think that is where we tend to lower our standards because we get discouraged. My job here today is to keep that hope alive. I want you to walk away from this episode being like, hmm, I see dating a little bit differently. Like always, I'm going to take what resonates with me from her episode and leave whatever doesn't resonate with me behind. But overall, I'm really going to think about my own dating life and what I deserve and what I bring to the table and, and reflect on why am I lowering my standards in this moment or why have I lowered my standards in the past? And how can I change that moving forward? I think there's a lot that we can all sit here and just think about in our own lives me as well and reflect and journal and just really soak up everything that I talked about today because I definitely am. I'm going to go to bed right now and sit with my journal and really process where I'm currently at with dating again and re-entering the dating scene after that one year. If there's one thing that you're going to take away from this episode, it's that you deserve to have all your boxes checked. And I'm going to keep saying that because I keep telling myself the same thing. I deserve to have all my boxes checked. 
I refuse to settle for less ever again in my entire life. I know my worth, I know my value, and I refuse to settle for less. And I really want each of you listening right now to grasp onto those words and the power that they hold. Write them down, say them to yourself. I'm beautiful, I'm deserving, I'm worthy. Because they are strong affirmations and self-belief is so powerful. That is all I have for you today. I hope you have an amazing week ahead. If you have not yet followed this podcast, go ahead and just click that follow button. You can also connect with me on Instagram. My Instagram handle is at Steph Fabry, S-T-E-P-H-F-A-B-R-Y. My TikTok handle, which is also linked in the description of this episode, is at Stephanie Fabry, S-T-E-P-H-A-N-I-E-F-A-B-R-Y. Feel free to shoot me a DM on Instagram. Like I said, I look at all of my DMs and I love hearing from each of you. I love seeing all the stories that you tag me in. And I really hope that this episode impacted you in some way or another. And hopefully you were able to take away at least one thing from today, from my experience and from what I have to share. I'm so grateful for you all and I will see you all next Monday. Have a great week.